Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome. Please welcome. It's the opening kickoff with Carver and Lisi. <laughs> Tonight's edition of Carver and Lisi, Sports Grid Radio, Sirius, Channel 159, Lisi holding it down for the next couple of hours. A lot to get to, Carver out on assignment, but fear not, he'll be back next week after the golf, after the long weekend, he'll be relaxed, he'll be rested, he'll have you prepped and ready for everything next week, but a lot to get to tonight, we have some NBA players. NHL, I have a scissor wheel play, some college basketball on the horizon. I'm joined by gorgeous Georgie Kurtz joins me to talk a little Major League Baseball as well, Georgie boy. How are you? Doing well, doing well, Joe. You mentioned Major League Baseball, near and dear to my heart. Uh, spring training has started. Spring training games have started. Yankees open up tomorrow about uh, about 1 o'clock in the afternoon versus Detroit. And I am that crazy person who actually, it's not on the Yes Network, I actually searched the uh, MLB Network to see if they were covering the game at all. You sometimes they show games all night, so I was hoping they'd uh, you know, maybe get a little replay there at 2, two o'clock, 5 o'clock in the morning. But no, I'll have to wait till uh, Sunday to see the Yankees. Well, we will definitely dive into the Major League Baseball odds. There's nothing better than having George Kurtz break down the odds, not just in the AL and NL, but World Series. I'll give him some of my dark horses potentially to challenge. You want to join in on the conversation, give us a call 844-843-6879. That's 844-843-6879. Talking all things NBA, Major League Baseball, and everything else as we welcome in our Sirius XM radio audience, Carver and Lisi, Lisi in the cockpit, Sports Grid Radio, talking all things. A lot to get to, and George, I do want to break out because I talked about it last night, and I dove in with two feet. I actually have what I call the Lisi NHL wheel sizzle play of the night. I dove in to the over in Winnipeg and Chicago. The total last night was five and a half. It was even 110 either way. It's now 
even money to the over the five and a half, right? Minus 122 to the under. However, I, that wasn't good enough for me. I had to alt it to seven goals at plus 280. They're dropping the puck in about 40 minutes. So what do you think about that? Winnipeg and Chicago over tonight, Georgie. Well, you're going to need a lot of help uh, from the Winnipeg Jets as far as goals here. Because to get over seven, I'm guessing you need at least, I mean, at least five from Peg, if not six. Uh, the Blackhawks, we know they don't score goals. All right, but Dog is back, so that helps somewhat here. But I believe it's, what, 13 of 17? They're two goals or less. It might be 15 of 17. It's not a good number for you. Hellebuck's one of the best goaltenders in the NHL, maybe the best. In my mind, he is the leading uh, candidate for the Vezna Trophy, which is the best goaltender in the NHL. So, uh... Boy, uh, I'm rooting for it. I'm not against you. I don't have a. Uh, I didn't bet the uh, the under in this, so I'm okay with it there. Cause I, I do think Winnipeg's going to score goals. That's why I didn't bet the under. All right. I okay. do think it wouldn't surprise me if they get five, but I think you might need six. So, okay. Uh, so we'll see here. So here's the thing, George. Let me tell you how I arose at this bet, okay? I was doing coast-to-coast in the middle part of the week with Joe Ranieri and and Carver and Mafia. Always put up, in in terms of the hockey, best against the spread, worst against the spread, and, and, you know, best teams to the over, best teams to the under. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Winnipeg is 31-20-2 or 3 to the under this year. And I said, you know what? Set it on Wednesday during the week that the next next Winnipeg Jet game that they that plays after this stat, I'm going to bang the over. And then what was even better was that two nights ago, I believe the Dallas Stars beat up Chicago 3-1. to one. That was a dead under, so I said everything is aligning. You got two under teams. Chicago's at home. They can't score. They got great jerseys. Give me the over. And I saw that it was 5.5. At 6.5, I might have been a little hesitant. But 5.5 that priced it to basically say that they feel the game was going to trend lower, I said I'm taking a shot, and when you give me plus 280 at 7 or more, that's all it took. I pulled the trigger. So let me get this straight. All right. Uh, Winnipeg generally plays to the under uh, about 60% of the times, according to the uh, stat you just brought up. Uh, uh, Chicago, the stat I just told you uh, what, 13 of 17, they've scored two goals or less. The last time right. these two teams played, however, uh, by the way, Winnipeg won 2-1. to one, And oh, you God. decide, screw it all! I'm going to go to the over. <laughs> yep. Exactly. That's exactly how I played it. Now, but wait, there's more. So that's my wheel play in terms of the NHL. I know you don't like the NBA all that much, but I do have. So I had some free bets. So this is what I took. I took Duncan Robinson for uh, five made threes at seven to one because Hero was a game time decision. He's in the lineup. I said, you know what? If Hero's there, give me him for five threes as well. So I'm on Tyler Hero. Hero and Duncan Robinson. Hero is plus 450, and Duncan Robinson is 7-1 to one to nail five threes tonight against the uh, Pelicans. But I didn't like the number. I'm typically a Miami Heat better. I bet New Orleans on the money line at minus 132 because I think Miami's going to get kicked in the chops tonight. What do you think about that? <laughs> I think Miami's going to get kicked in the chops tonight. You know what? Uh, 
when I was on carving, when, when you were on assignment and I was carving for right. you, uh, uh, actually, I, I played an NBA better, too, because... No, uh, you yeah, didn't. Really, did you really? I did. I will play one of us, like anybody else. I listen to you guys, and if you're really high on something, you know, I'm not, I'm not, not to that, you know, hey, okay, this might happen. I'm not, when you guys are really on something, I'll play it. Why not? I mean, really, one. I mean, tonight's a perfect night for it. I'm a hockey guy. There's only three games. You know, not like okay. a ton to bet on here. So I'm not against playing a, an NBA bet. Uh, I like to play basketball. I just never really followed it. So like I said, when I when I have a gut feeling that what you're saying, you you really are, you really believe in it. Yes, I will play it. But wait, there's more. I I left one more thing out. So I took New Orleans minus the 132 on the money line. I also jumped in. A hunch tells me San Antonio plus the 10 points against the Lakers. Both teams playing a back-to-back. San Antonio lost, I believe, 127-122. Lakers got kicked in the chops by Golden State. Now Lakers come back home. They're laying 10. I I took the 10, and on top of it, I took Victor Webinyama. He only had 19 points last night. I took the Spurs plus the 10. Pop always coaches them up. And Webinyama over the 21 and a half. How about that now, Georgie boy? I feel like I'm on a late night infomercial. Wait, there's more. <laughs> exactly. You know, I'm flashing. Right. You can get free delivery. You can get two of these things for the price of one. You know? Exactly. Uh, so, yeah, it's like we're like a late night infomercial here. We're just trying to help out. This is it. I'm telling you, I like Victor Weminyama to break out. And I almost wanted to take him 25 plus when we come back. We'll talk a little more college basketball, maybe, and maybe we'll sprinkle in some Major League Baseball on Carver and Lisey. Keep it where it is. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. And we're back. Carver and Lisi. Right here on Sports Grid Radio. Lisi in the cockpit. Carver will be back next week. He's out on assignment. I'm joined by Georgie Boy. Kurtz, my guy, gorgeous George Kurtz. 
Gentleman George Kurtz, as I used to call him on Football Full Circle. We're going to get into the baseball in a little bit. I will say, uh, shout out to Skins, David Skins, inside the cut line with one hole left. So, my guy Skins that I, I picked for a potential top 20 is hanging in there. So, Harry Hall is on life support. I think Seb, uh, Sebastian Vasquez is dead and buried in the tournament. And I don't know about my other pick, Vince Whaley. They have no price on him. I don't even know if he's in the top 100. But we'll see how that plays out over the weekend. Uh, George, they are going to get uh, started in regards to New Orleans and Miami. New Orleans up. Well, they were up 2 nothing. Now the Heat up 5-2. to two. Is that a 3? Anybody get a 3-ball? Not, no, nothing. No luck there. All right, let's talk Major League Baseball. You mentioned pitchers and catchers uh, reported about a week, week and a half ago. First game started yesterday. Yankees on deck. What do you believe, okay, about the mindset with Juan Soto, Aaron Judge, number one? They're 1-2 one and two in terms of the MVP. I know you're a Yankee fan. But that has the disaster written over all over it, doesn't it? It's almost like the Aaron Rodgers making the playoffs with the New York Jets. That the, the hype because Juan Soto was there is that all of a sudden the Yankees are going to win a World Series, and I'm not buying it. Well, you'll get no argument from me. I think the Yankees are a playoff team, sure. I don't think they win the American League East, not as currently constructed. All right, uh, and it's not so much Judge and Soto. Uh, Judge needs to stay healthy, obviously. But if he plays 130, 140, he's going to hit 50-plus home runs. Soto will have a magnificent year in his walk year. Maybe he's a free agent at the end of the year. The problem with the Yankees is this. Outside of Garrett Cole, that rotation is held together by duct tape and Elmer's glue. All right, I mean, you got Marcus Stroman, hasn't thrown more than 140 innings the last two years. Cortez pitched, what, a month last year. Rodon was a small, not not even a small, he was a a big disaster last year, his first year in uh, the Bronx. Anyone think that's going to go better this year? You know, uh, Schmidt, you see what you can get there. So, like I said, it's held together by uh, duct tape and Elmer's glue. It's not enough. And remember, they traded all their depth to get Soto. So if one of those guys goes down, and you know at least one's going down, if not two, if not three, they don't have anybody else. Right, but isn't that the M.O. about how Cashman and, and Steinbrenner have built this team is that they want to outscore everybody? I know that they get Garrett Cole a couple years ago, but they have fe- you know feast or famine with the long ball, right? As the long ball goes, basically so do the wins and losses. So let me ask you this then, because when you look at the price to win the AL East, they're right there at plus 130. Baltimore is their playoff team last year, you know, plus 220. The the team that I think is the most dangerous, and it's only because I think they played down last year. They had a lot of good pieces like Bo Bichette and Vlad Guerrero, but for some reason just could never put it together. Toronto at plus 440 to me is like the one team that I'd be willing to pull the trigger on. I- I'm usually in on Tampa Bay, but I don't like their price this year. Toronto would be the team that I think has the best shot to maybe steal it. Ding, ding, ding. Give that man a prize. I'm right there with you, Joe. Right there with you, Joseph. Yeah, I I mean, you look at this team. I mean, uh, their their problem last year was the hitting, believe it or not. Even though they brought in the fences, that that ballpark is a joke now. It's a little league field. All right, but Guerrero had trouble hitting there for whatever reason. Bichette was great last year, but Springer didn't have a great year. Varsho took a little while there. Uh, You know, if they hit 
And I, and I, I, I got to think they will. This is a professional hitting team here. Guerrero's got to have a better year, but she'll be fine. They bring kind of Felipe and Escobar to play third base. Justin Turner as well there. I think they'll do fine there. Kiermaier and Sanfield, not a big fan of, but it is what it is. Uh, but this team, if they hit, their rotation, I mean, Gossman, who's, he's not Cole. But he's right in the top three in the American League as far as starting. Uh, our starting pitchers go there. Bassett, solid veteran there. Berrio, same thing. Kikuchi, Man- uh, Manoa. If you can ever get him straightened out, this could be a, ver- a very good, the dominant team. That starting pitching staff is good. The bullpen, okay, a little shaky, but it's not terrible. The offense just needs to come around here, and I'm with you. For the price you're paying for them, I think they're by far the best value. I don't think the Rays do it this year. The Red Sox are terrible. Uh, so yep. if you don't like the Yankees, and I said I had the Yankees as a playoff team, but not to win the right. division. And maybe Baltimore, by the way, does take a step back. We've already got some injuries in the rotation, right? Bradish is right. already going to start the season on the IL. I am with you wholeheartedly on the Blue Jays to win here. Well, so so we'll get back into that for a second. But I did want to, because I, I want to understand the mindset, right? Yankees and Red Sox for years were the rivalry in terms of the AL East, while everybody else was chasing for potentially that second spot, right? And Tampa Bay has overachieved because they're the team that, even on the cheapest payroll, role. They build up the form system. They have a great coaching staff, no matter who the manager is. Internally, that's how they develop talent. What happened to Boston? I mean, I I understand that the cupboard is bare, but where did the mindset go for this team where all of a sudden they just don't, they're like, they don't have a philosophy about how they want to develop this team from last year to this year. They're just like throwing it together that they actually remind me almost like Kansas City in a way. You're not wrong. Because uh, I was going to go in the same direction you're sort of hinting at there. I don't know what happened where the Red Sox all of a sudden think they're a small market team. I, I, I don't know where this philosophy changed. It changed about three years ago. I know when. I just don't know why. All right, when they decided to trade Mookie Betts. And you're talking about a top five player in the game that you can market your team around Who's got no negatives? I mean, it's Derek, it's Derek Jeter all over again. Actually, Mookie might actually be a more personal Derek Jeter, as far as he's uh, you know, he does give you stock answers, but he never gets in trouble. You never hear a negative thing said about him. Yet you traded him, and you got nothing back. Right, you had nothing back for him. And then they kept doing it, doing it, doing it. Right? They got rid of Alexander Bogart as well. They did re-sign Rafael Devers. And we saw Devers really trash the organization earlier this week right. because of what right. they're doing right. here. I don't know why. Joe, I wish I could explain. I, I think everybody wishes they, uh, that there's a reason why. Uh, is ownership broke? Did something happen here? I mean, seriously, what happened that if they, they, they're acting, they're not quite Kansas City, but they're acting like they're a, a low market team where they can't afford stars. Right, and their total is 79 and a half, and even if they get over that, let's say 80-81, they're still basically a 500 club, which, okay, you can understand for one season, but like you mentioned now, it's been three years where they're not they're not basically spending money, they have no offensive identity, they have no real stars outside of Devers, and it doesn't look like it's changing anytime soon. So at what point, and what I don't understand is, you know Boston is just like New York, George, where you know, the fan base is only going to tolerate it for a small amount of time. We've seen it now with New England. So now when across the board, outside the Celtics are pitiful from from that perspective, you got the Bruins and you, and you have the Celtics, but, but it's supposed to be the baseball and football teams that basically carry you. What's going on? 
It's strange. It's definitely strange. And by the way, I would think the under. I don't think they get the 79 wins. I don't. No? That pitching staff. You know, we were talking about the offense. That pitching staff's bad, too. When Lucas Giolito is your ace, he's been terrible for a couple of years now. He's not that guy anymore. You know, and Brian Bell. I, I kind of like Brian, Brian Bell. Uh, Nick Pavetta, though. Crawford. I mean, come on. There's a lot of garbage. A lot of mud you're hoping going to stick against the wall. I think they're an under yeah, team yeah. here. You're right about their no identity. Uh I said, I wish I could explain it to you. My, my only guess is the ownership just w- wants to pocket money. They want to make money rather than throw it back into the team. But you're 100% right, by the way. That fan base is going to flip. And by the way, if the Bruins and hockey go out in the first round again, which means they're done by playing hockey by the end of April, then all eyeballs are going to be on the Red Sox. And it's not going to be fun in Fenway. No, I agree 100%. I mean, Tampa Bay is a team that, you know, you look at it plus 650. They'll challenge maybe for a period of time, but I'm with George that I don't think they have what it takes to win the AL. We'll come back. We'll talk a little more NL Major League Baseball coming up next right here on Carver and Lisi. Keep it where it is. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Oh, yeah. Love it. Christian behind the scenes taking over for Matias, who's out on assignment as well. I got Matias and I got Carver. Out on assignment, holding it down with George Kurtz, gentleman George Kurtz, talking about his wheelhouse. Major League Baseball, we just talked about the AL East, brought up uh, the Red Sox and Yankees, respectively. We're both on Toronto to potentially be that team to challenge the Yankees at plus 470. I do want to keep it in the AL, and then we'll transition to the NL. Uh, The AL West, George, okay, and the one team that everybody looks at is uh, Houston. Houston, right, in regards to that. But the problem, not problem, but here's what I have an issue with. How can you have a team like the Angels, okay, in regards to that? You have Houston at minus 108, Texas that won it all at 2-1, to Seattle 3-1, to and then the Angels are 45-1. to I know they get rid of Otani to the Dodgers, right? You still have Trout there. But, I mean, they're another team. Like, you have Mike Trout. He's making how much money? They've never made it to a playoff there with him there or Otani. And he breaks down. What what are they doing? 
That's another team. Like, what are they doing in the middle part of the decade? They were competitive. Now it's like after All Star break, they're I mean, forty five to one to win the West. Well, they're they're the definition of the owner getting involved and making mistake after mistake after mistake. All right. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. Sometimes you have to have the come to Jesus moment as a whatever GM owner. Uh, last year at the deadline. You were you weren't a, you were an okay team, but you had to trade Otani. All right, and I don't know what you would have gotten back from, but you would have gotten back some nice pieces, right? Not as much as you would have gotten back from you would have traded him a year before that, because the team only would have had him for one playoff run in a couple of months. But you would have gotten good pieces back. But instead, they added. They actually added players, which means they took away. They traded uh, draft uh, draft prospects, and it was just, it was just idiotic. We were laughing when it was done. And he's like, what are you doing here? Even if by some miracle you made the playoffs, you weren't going anywhere. You just weren't going anywhere. So, uh, like I said, terrible moves. Think of the moves they've made through the years, Joe. All right? You signed Albert Pujols. After he, was, you know, he was still okay, but he wasn't a player. With yeah, but he was washed. I don't contract. want to say washed up. I know he, he hit the miles. He was one level down, down from, one level up from washed up. That's really what right. he was. Right. I mean, it was. Uh, I forget the name of the player from Texas they signed who uh, had all the drug, the drug problems. Uh, uh, a left-handed outfielder. But they gave him the big contract, and that didn't work out. It was just one Anthony Rendon. One after another after right. another. How do you? How can you not make the playoffs with Mike Trout and Shohei Otani? That's the point, but that's the point, though. You see, that that's exactly the point, which I don't understand. We talk about it on the NFL level as well, right? When you have, when you draft talent, you acquire talent, right? It, it's it's like okay, you have Trout, you have Otani. That foundation of youth is there, right? You should be able, as a GM or an organization, to put pieces around them, whether it be offensively or defensively, in terms of pitching, to compete at least be. Not be under 500. Not be like dead and buried where you have no shot to win to make a playoff berth. I just don't understand. Like, okay, so you allow them to walk, but what are you hoping to get? It's like they're always hoping to get the next best thing when they had two guys that they potentially could have win won with if they would have made the proper decisions and they didn't. Right? I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. Like, if you would have told me, here's your foundation of two players, build a team, you would have had 99% of the Major League Baseball teams from an offensive perspective said, I would love Trout and Otani on the same team. Damn right. As long as they're healthy. Everybody would have wanted that. And like I said, you should have traded Otani at the uh, trade deadline last year, but you, you got nothing for him, and you knew he was leaving. We all knew he was leaving, right? That was easy. And by the way, once Otani did leave, Mike Trout should have been traded. Right, you already brought up the reason why, by the way. Uh, he, he doesn't play a full season anymore, not even close. 82 games last year, 119 the year before, 36-53. He hasn't played more than 120 games in five years. You know, he's 30, he'll be 33 years old in August here. You're not going anywhere. All right, you're a bad team this year. I'll take the under on their total there. This is not a good team. All right, they won 73 games last year. I'll probably put around 70 this year. Your starting rotation, by the way, is, I mean, a whole bunch of threes and fours. Reed Detmers, Griffin Canning, Chase Silseth, uh, Sandoval, Anderson, Suarez. I mean, come on. You're not going anywhere, and you don't have Otani anymore. You know Trout's not playing every game. You should have traded Trout, rebuild. I understand Trout is your marketing guy, and that's who's going to sell tickets there. But sooner or later, you got to try and rebuild this team. I said your, your farm system is one of the worst in baseball. I mean, there's nothing here. 
There's and Anthony Rendon come out this week. Did you hear the comments that he made? Oh, that baseball is like third priority in his life. No, no yeah, kidding. He's never I, played I, well, the that's game. another thing. I know that that is crazy. I understand family and commitments to kids and and everything else and faith. I get that. But you're being paid an exorbitant amount of money. The last thing the organization or the fan base, more importantly, want to hear is that you're walking through the motions or that you could care less, right? I mean, that is the biggest thing. And and that is the head scratcher when you look at it as a whole is that, okay, here's the other thing, and, and we'll transition to the, the NL next. But, but Mike Trout, right? You mentioned how he's regressed in regards to uh, just playing, right? Games played. How? And I know he's a 5-2 type of player. But when we talk about value as it relates to, you know, trading cards, how is his trading card, and I know this is off subject, but how is he $3 million? How is that based off of what you're getting back in terms of return? Is it just because there's no trading cards? I understand he was a generational talent, but he's not that way anymore. And if we're comparing him to Ken Griffey and Barry Bonds and some of the great all-time greats, he's not even close in my opinion, is he? That's my opinion, but maybe I'm wrong. As far as the all-time greats, I mean, yeah. uh, he, he's, I mean he's really good. Uh, the fact that he's I'm got hurt so much that. of late hurts. Not denying you know, uh, yeah, when, when, when we talking when he was healthy, when he played a full season, his last full season, by the way, uh, and I'll say that I guess that's 120 games. He had 40 home runs in 120 games. I mean, right. damn, that's uh, Barry Bonds. 40, 45 right? home runs, 39 home runs, 33. Yeah, he's he's if he's not, I I, I don't think he's Mount Rushmore, but I'm not gonna put him up there with Mickey Mantle and such like that, or probably not even Ken Griffey. You know, as far as modern day players, but uh, we're talking. He's about up there, really but but are you putting him up with like the Griffey and and t- I understand Bonds had the the steroid you know link linkage, but I mean Barry Bonds was still a great player before the steroids. If you, th- if mean, you take the steroids you- out, uh, I'm not going to get into that conversation. That's, that's a different right. conversation. Right. But no, he's not. He's certainly not Barry Bonds. Uh, my problem is this. Like I said, he he's still only 32. Right, so he's got you know years ahead of him. If he plays, you know, if he averages over the next five years, he averages 130 games played, and he puts up the good numbers. This is a different conversation. But the last four years, he's averaging about 80 games. Yeah, you know, that's uh, a problem. Quick math that's there, a what, problem. 89, 208, 290 divided by four. Whatever 290 is divided by four, which is not even 80 actually. I'm sorry, it's less it's than like that. It's like 70 something. That's 72. Seven, yeah, 72. Roughly. 72. Look at that. Joe and I can do math, boys and girls. There you go. Uh, Time seven 72. is 28. There you go. So that's that's so, not good. No. That's not good. Not that, at that's all. Gonna, that's going to kill you. That's going to kill you so. as far as being considered one of the all-time greats. Well, the, in my mind, and this is, of course, all sports, by the way. Okay, it's hockey, baseball, football, basketball. The most important ability, availability. Right. You're right. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Uh, we'll, we'll carry that maybe on, on another day. I'd love to dive into, you know, the, the, you know, the assessment about modern day versus the old times. Let's look at the NL East because I'm always a backer of Atlanta. But the problem with Atlanta, 
is not that we don't think they're dominant or that they're going to probably win the East. But the, 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 the way they dominated last year is they were wire to wire, and it's like they punched themselves out. Like It's always like you know Mike Tyson, Buster Douglas. You punch yourself out too early. I'd rather be the team that's trending from the All-Star break on the, the way they were a couple of years ago as opposed to what they did last year where they were just picking up teams putting them down and knocking them out by the time they got to the playoffs it's like they were dead and buried from a momentum perspective do you see that as well or do you have another team in the east that you're buying into well it's funny how the Braves have had two exactly different years you spoke about it two years ago we thought they were dead buried of deadline, right? They made a couple of moves here, and boy, did they go on a run, and they rode that momentum to the World Series, right? And they were, it was just wow. And last year was the exact opposite. They kicked everyone. They kicked everyone, right? Square in the, uh, the chops. Right. Or something different. Uh, right? They were crushing everybody, and they didn't have that momentum. It came too easy for them. You know, and maybe they did, like you said, punch themselves out here. Uh, and, you know, they, they, weren't that, they weren't that same team in October. As for, I, Listen, we know they're a good team. They're going to make the playoffs, probably win the East. If you're looking for a team to challenge them, it's Philadelphia. Is right? it? It is Philadelphia. Yeah, uh, we know I like they can Schwarber. Hit. Yeah, oh, Schwarber's he, the guy for he's me. He's fun. He's fun, right? How, how far can he hit a ball? Bryce Harper's going to Bryce up for a full year now. He missed about, a, what, a third of the season, maybe a quarter of the season last year. Uh, Trey Turner, he's not going to play as poorly as he did in the first half of last year. So they, they'll hit fine. Uh, Zach Wheeler, who is one of my favorite pitches of the National League, by the way, that we don't talk about former, enough here. Former Met, by the way, who, you know, seems yeah, to have a resurrection. Yeah, I, I know he was good with the Mets, but with the Phillies, he's just like, I don't know. He, every time I bet against level. him, it's a dead, a dead on the and he wins the game. It's incredible, George. I will get into this. We'll get into the West in the NL, but I like Miami, and we'll get George's take in regards to the Marlins. They're 27 to 1 to somehow steal it. We're coming right back on Carver and Lisi. Major League Baseball Talk 2024. Don't turn that dial. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Um. And we're back. Carver and Lisi. Talking a little Major League Baseball. 
me and gentleman George Kurtz. This is his wheelhouse. Quick updates on the sizzle plays tonight. Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson after one. Miami up 31 to 24. Both players with a three, George. So we're, we're all right. I mean, I need four more from one of those guys, but plus 450 on Hero. Hey, Hero. Hey, Hero. And Duncan Robinson at seven to one. And then they're dropping the puck in Chicago. No score. I think they started that game a minute early. So hopefully we get some. Hopefully I blink and we have four goals in the first. What do you think about that? That's what I need to get that over. We're over seven, Chicago and Winnipeg. We left off talking about the NL East, George. And you said the team you like is Philadelphia with Schwarber. What about the Marlins at 27 to 1? Any legs with that? Uh, I mean, listen, the price is nice. All right, but so much has to go right for the Marlins. Uh, I mean, they're pitching a rotation here. Is I mean, Perez, Lazardo, Garrett, Rogers, Cabrera, Puck, Meyer. These guys are all top prospects at, at, at one point or another. You know, some panned out, some not so much. Some were still, you know, well, let's see. Let's see what can happen here. So you're going to need that to pitch well. All right, but the hitting, I just don't know where it's coming from. It's not as terrible as it used to be. All right. Uh, I mean, Josh Bell can hit a little bit. Arias, okay. Uh, good average there. Berger was great when he came over from the White Sox. They just signed Tim Anderson to the one-year $5 million deal for the White Sox. A resurgence, you know, real resurgence from him. Jazz chips on my love. Yeah, but uh, they're not a bad team. But I think your upside here, if, if everything goes right, yeah, okay, maybe. I don't, they don't, they're not going to challenge Atlanta, but maybe to make a wild card if everything goes right. But they're likely more, you know, that 500 team. That, uh, that's okay. a good season for Miami. I think right. more of a 500 team. And will they make the additions during the season? We know this team oh, is that's cheap. possible. Right. That's my problem. Here, will they make those additions? Here's the other thing. Why are you shocked though that the Mets at 12 to one, knowing that they've already come out and said they're in a rebuild this year, and that their sights are set on 2025, that they're 12 to one. The separation from the Mets and the Marlins is 15 dollars. I mean, are you a little shocked? Because I thought the Marlins at least were competitive towards the end of the year. They had a, a shot maybe early August or was it late? July in that stint where they were still potentially on the cusp of a, a wild card. I mean, aren't you shocked, though, that the Mets are priced so much shorter than the, the Marlins heading into the season? I really wasn't uh, that much shorter, yes. It shouldn't be 15. All right. Uh, but I wasn't shocked. because I thought the Mets had a, quietly had a nice offseason. You know, I mean, they should hit. All right, uh, they have a lot of youngsters. It's sort of like the Marlins pitching staff. We we're still waiting for them to, to cook a little bit, you know. We're waiting for that for the Mets hitters: Alvarez, Vientos, Beatty. You know, we're waiting for these guys to to hit. You know, will this be the year? Will is it next year? Is it going to take some time here? They made you know. Listen, I don't love the addition of Harrison Bader. You know, you know he's going to get hurt. It's a matter of time. Uh, McNeil is just a, uh, you know he's an average guy. Doesn't add much else there. You know, uh, you can get away with that, but you need that. You know, that means he needed at least one other rookie to hit. The pitching stamp is where my problem was. Even when Senga was going to be ready on time, right? Because I thought this guy was a, almost a bona fide ace. Now they lost him, right? And maybe he comes up in, uh, I don't know, May, June, whatever it might be. He's already got arm problems. That's not good, especially for a guy they babied last year. Remember, they would give him the extra day's rest all the time. Now you've got Quintana, Manaya, 
Uh, Severino, okay, maybe a bounce back. AJ, you have a whole bunch of, of threes and fours here. And really fives. You don't have a one and a two as far as a starter there. That's a problem. It's a big problem here. The Mets had better hope they hit. Yeah, I agreed, 100%. So is there any other team... Right, and we hear the Dodgers. I mean, I mean the Dodgers in terms of what they did. And Otani Watt hit his first batting practice ball out, out of the yard. He's not going to pitch this year. He's just going to hit. We know that they're like the Braves, though. I feel like okay, you're looking at at least potentially a hundred wins. But is this team going to be gelling come playoff time? And I can't bet them at six at minus six hundred to win the West in any capacity. So where's the value on a team like the Dodgers? How can you take them? at plus 320. I feel like, like like with them, I feel like it's only regression, right? At that price, it's like a, a, a baseball is different than football because like you look at Pat Mahomes. Okay, we know that as long as Mahomes is healthy, he could will that team. They're going to win the West most likely and then all of a sudden you have a shot, right? So 5-1, to one, six, you know, 450 for the Chiefs, you're, you're all in. With baseball, they got a, okay, 162 game season, then they got to go through another, uh, you know, three or four series, how long that takes. Are they going to have that momentum? It's not worth betting these teams at plus 320, is it? No. No, it's not. Uh, I think listen, I think you're going to take the Dodgers one of two ways. All right, uh, Gabe Morenci came up with a nice bet uh, about a week ago, maybe 10 days okay. that I, uh, I'm in on. Uh, it was a parlay of uh, his Vancouver. He's a big Vancouver Canucks fan. He lives in Vancouver. Uh, so uh, Vancouver Canucks to win the division and the Dodgers to win their division. And the Canucks are up by five games in their division. They're going to win 10 points. Right, if you They're want to parlay it. Right. You got to that Right, so that's a way I, I would agree that if you want to take the front runners, Atlanta, you want to take some, you know Houston, you could put them in a parlay with something that even you know potentially has you know negative you know minus money, right? Or chalk. It's still, uh, still minus. It was it was minus you know uh, right. one fifteen, I think it was. It was, right. it was go, you're gonna you're gonna take it. We know what Dodgers right. win that division. So so right? like that, for that's me, a the way. And I'm not as involved in the in the baseball. You know that I'm a football guy, and you know I play college hoops and NBA. But for me, the way I would attack it, value wise, is I look. Okay, Texas won it all last year. They're 14 to one. I I understand it's very difficult to go back to back. But if you want to give me a double digit price on the team that won it last year with Seager in that lineup, I'm willing to take a shot at 14 to one, right? Especially if you. Here's the thing. It's like almost like Cincinnati when they made it to the Super Bowl. It's like the books didn't price them as having that consistency because they were a loser organization, right? They can't do it in back-to-back years. Well, they did. They did get back to the AFC Championship game. They just lost it, right? So same thing with, like, Texas. 14-1, to if they start fast and start winning the West, all of a sudden that value is not there anymore. The problem with Texas is this, uh, boy. They're already. It's already seems like they're uh, having the hangover uh, from uh, winning last year. Corey Seager's got the abdominal. Right, he may not start the season on time. Correct. Uh, I don't think he'll be out that much longer. By the way, you know, no more than maybe two weeks. Yeah, because he's so under. He's going to be that long time. He's under ten to one to win the MVP, isn't he? At plus seven fifty, or am I wrong yes. on that? 
Okay. Uh, you know, you're right. He, he is. He is. Damn. I mean, damn good ball player. Damn. I think, I think the Dodgers wish they uh, wouldn't have let. I, mean, listen, I don't think they are worried about it, but I bet you they wish they would have kept him. Uh, remember, Jacob DeGrom, half the season. Yeah, and you don't know what he's going to be like when he comes back. Uh, Scherzer, maybe a little less than half the season. You don't know what he's going to be like when he comes back. You know, so you're already down three players, three star players here. You're asking a lot. You know, for a division that's, you know, you got the good teams and the bad ones. Uh, granted, Oakland's terrible. You know, or whatever, Oakland, Vegas, Sacramento, Utah, whatever they're going to end up. Uh, they're terrible. The Angels are one step above that. You know, they're bad. You know, but Seattle Mariners are good. Texas good. Houston good. You know, so it's, it's not going to be as easy for them this year. And they're not going to catch anybody by surprise. Everyone's aiming for them. So that's why, you know, when I was looking at the, uh, when I wanted to parlay somebody with the Dodgers, it was tough to find somebody in baseball to do it with. Both central divisions are, are crap. You know, i Craig Mish and I tomorrow on Fantasy Sports Today. We'll be talking to central divisions. And you can see how much we think they're crap. Uh, the American League East, you, you and I both like Toronto. A lot of people like the Yankees. Baltimore won it last year, so there's really no front runner there to go for, right? It's it's close. I think you and I are both sort of on Atlanta, but you know Philadelphia could do that. They could win that division. So there was no easy, you know. Oh, I love this team. I like Atlanta. They would be my second choice here. But that's why I went with uh, the Vancouver Canucks. But another way I think you can play this is this, Joe. The over/under for wins, at least for the uh, was uh, when I played uh, this bet, was 103 and a half of the Dodgers. Right? I will go they on. won 100 games last year, Joe, and they, their pitching staff was like was like a sniper was taking them out. Dustin May, bam. Gonsolin, bam. Kershaw, bam. Everybody was getting hurt, and they still won 100 games. I this know, team but George, that's bolted crazy. up here. They're going to win 110 games, show. You think so? Oh, uh, that's what they did a couple of years ago. I know, yep. but yep. but that's just like uh, it's such a. They got to go basically 104 and 58. I mean, I, I, they won 100 games last year, Joe, with nobody. They all got hurt. All of them got hurt. Every uh, single pitcher they had got hurt. They've reloaded this year. Uh, the division's not as strong as it used to be. Yeah, no, right. give, me, give, me, give me the Dodgers. 103 and a half, I'll take the over there. I'm already uh, on it. Uh, you know, Glasnow, Yamamoto, Miller, uh, Bueller will come back at some point, probably in May. You had Paxton Sheehan. You got Grove Stone. You got good depth there. We know they can maul. That lineup is death. It's, it's an all-star lineup. Let me ask you about this, George. What about the Brew Crew to win the division in the Central at plus 550? Like I said, you are going to hear Craig and I talk about this on Fantasy Sports today and tomorrow. And no, I'm, I'm a big – Craig is more, more bullish on the Brewers than I am. And with that being said, that doesn't mean much. I think they're going to be bad. Their rotation right now, Freddie Peralta, okay. You know, Miley, Ashby, Rhea, Junis, Hall, no. Now, I'm the first person to tell you, by the way, I can go through every rotation in this division anymore. It's like, ugh. You know, but they don't have much hitting either. I mean, remember, uh, they traded Corbin Burns, and boy, did they not get enough back for him. I, I don't understand how they didn't get more from Baltimore. Corbin Burns was a top-five pitcher in baseball. Just crazy to me. Uh, Brandon Woodruff, he's out for the season with the shoulder. All right, Their, their offense is okay, but you better hope that Jackson Churio, the top, uh, you're looking for a rookie of the year candidate. Churio might be at the top of that list, by the way. Maybe you want to put a couple of shekels on him. But uh, other than that, all right, William Downs will hit some home runs, but that's about it. There's no one else. Reese Hoskins, I, don't, I like the signing, sure. Contreras, all right. But this offense is not good enough to cover up that pitching staff. No, I think they take a major step back this year.
All right, we'll see. We'll see how that plays out. Any other team that you're looking at, the only other team that I would say potentially is in the, I know we're talking uh, NL, but just like a dark horse, because I think they have pitching and maybe I'm just crazy, Seattle. What about them? What about Seattle to potentially be the sleeper team in the AL this year? I feel like they're good. They're not elite. They have better pitching than they do hitting. What do you think about the Mariners uh, this year? Well, I don't think you're crazy. I think you're probably on the right team, right? I mean, once again, the rotation, Castillo, Kirby, Gilbert, Miller. I mean, you're talking, wow, that might be the best top four in the, in the game. Might be the best top four in the game. Certainly, it's uh, up there, top five overall teams here. So, I like where you're going with that, but you said it. They're probably one batter away. One batter away. Maybe two there. They just had two more batters there. Uh, this team would be a true threat. I think they'll be a threat in the, uh, in the American League West. You know, I think they're going to be there with Houston. They're going to be there with Texas. And it wouldn't shock me if they uh, win. And if they can just get in the playoffs, no one's going to want to see that rotation in October. Mm, that's true. That is true. If they get there, I think they, they're that gutty team that they could grind games out 3-2. to two, And because of that, obviously, pitching staff, they have what it takes. I think they could be a sleeper. We'll come back. We'll wrap up our number one. Duncan Robinson, baby. Three threes. We'll come right back on Carver and Lisi. He's eating up. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Um. Christian rocking it behind the scenes. Look at this. Carver and Lisi. Lisi holding it down. Guess what, Georgie? Duncan Robinson, four threes. The kid's on fire. Give me one more. Don't go down. Don't go down, Duncan Robinson. And Hero's got two. Look at this. Unbelievable. They're pounding the three ball in in New Orleans. Unreal. George, we have no shot right now with this Winnipeg uh, Blackhawk game. Dead under right now, eight minutes in. I don't even know if they took shots. How am I looking in this? Uh, I mean, from what I've seen, Winnipeg is dominating the game, but just hadn't scored yet. It's a matter of time until they will. 
uh, I don't know what you mean by we, by the way. I didn't play this. So you're the psycho who went for this. Uh, good for you. Good shot. Uh, I'm on the over in the uh, Columbus Buffalo game. That's not going any better, by the way. You probably have a better shot hitting yours. Let me ask you this. I think if we get one, we could get six. That's that's one of these games. If that's what you hope for. You hope for a breakthrough. You hope right. for a breakthrough. Let me ask you this. That's what we all hope for. Once one Who's goes got in, the better goal in the of the game. Blue scored three goals in 32 seconds yesterday. That's what you need. All right, so who's got the better goaltender, Chicago or Winnipeg? Winnipeg's got the best goaltender in uh, the NHL, so I'm going to go All right, so we need the Blackhawks. We got a shocker. Shock and awe. Shock and awe. Let me tell you, I'll say, I tell Carver all the time, Blackhawks have the best NHL jerseys in all of the sport. I love I love the home. It's amazing. We got a breakthrough. We're just getting started. Our number one in the books will come back. More Carver and Lisey. Keep it where it is. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.